Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Camp Kaiju. My name is Vincent, and we're here today to talk about a monster movie. What I would love to talk about this week is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. No, not the 1950s one. We're talking 2019. And I just wanted to cover this movie, and next we'll do Kong Skull Island and prep for Godzilla versus Kong, of course. Oh my God. Who else can't wait? So, again, the quick rundown of Camp Kaiju and these little monster talks. I'll keep the convo to about five minutes and I'll cover the good, the bad, and the downright campy. So let's get to it. What I really enjoyed about this movie was, first and foremost, the monster fights themselves. Like, they are epic. The cinematography, and the, the imagination that, the, that I think the director brought to like the framing and the staging of these battles were just magnificent. And I know a lot of people complain about the haziness and the darkness, but I didn't mind. Also about these elements, uh, one element about these that I did enjoy, I personally liked the point of view from the people on the ground. So for example, in Antarctica, when Godzilla is fighting King Ghidorah, a lot of it is looking up and like having the monsters fall down all around the people. I like that. I thought it gave it a real sense of scale and gave it a lot of weight that an otherwise more traditional um, battle choreo might have might have lent itself. Um, I also really like Ken Watanabe because who doesn't? And I'll talk about him a little bit more later on, but um, in, a, in, a, in a big cast of forgettable characters, he's definitely the most memorable. Um, so speaking of that, what I didn't really, wasn't really on board with was, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna go into the casting too much, um, cause that's kind of like, you know, low hanging fruit. Um, but what I will say in terms of the monsters, is I really thought Mothra kind of got um, too little screen time. Like, let's be honest, I I would have liked to have seen more Mothra. She she showed up at a couple key points just for like plot sake, and then she died. She didn't really do too much in her battle with Rodan, and I would have liked to have seen more Mothra. I also felt like the introduction of the Oxygen Destroyer well, first of all, when they said, we have an oxygen destroyer, I jumped out of my seat in the theater. I was like, oh, oh, this is it. And then they used it, and then that was it. Again, it was kind of like Mothra. It was just there to serve the plot and move us forward. But like, you know, you've seen the original Godzilla. It's, it's, the, it's so important. It's part of the whole movie. So, eh, you know, I didn't really love that they just kind of threw it in there. Now, what I have heard, say for Godzilla versus Kong, is that the ramifications of using the oxygen destroyer in this movie plays into Godzilla versus Kong. Um, and if they can connect it between the movies then, then I would probably totally redo this video because I would love it then. Like, oh, okay, you're playing the long game. Um, again, now, so when I, what did I find just really campy and goofy about the movie? 
uh, well, Ken Watanabe. Not that he was goofy, not, not at all. He played his part so well and brought so much heart to it that it's campy in the sense that it's, it's borderline sappy, but I think in all the best ways. Like, it's not tongue in cheek. He really committed to his reverence for the King of the Monsters. And, and I love that. I love that, that just little bit of heart in this mammoth movie of action and adventure. So that's Godzilla King of the Monsters. Next week, we will talk about Kong Skull Island. And don't forget to follow me at Camp Kaiju on Instagram. And until then, stay classy.